When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today I want to talk about how to opt into a digital detox. In other words, how to unplug from the noise and find peace. This really is a continuation of a conversation that we had a few weeks ago. And honestly, you're going to keep having about how to protect your peace in challenging times, how to find peace in painful times. We live in a world where things can fall apart despite our best efforts, whether it's across the globe, in our family, in our personal life, in ourselves. Things can go wrong. Painful events happen and we need to know how to cope with them. And one of the tools for doing that is digital detoxing. I know it's definitely helped me. So today's episode is going to be, first of all, what a digital detox is and isn't. We're also going to talk about how to harness the benefits of a digital detox and some ideas about how to successfully do this. So let's start off the top by addressing what a digital detox is and isn't. A digital detox isn't necessarily a call to ignore bad events that are happening in your life or in the world, it doesn't mean ignoring it. Oftentimes people have come into criticism by turning a blind eye to injustice or to community harms. That's not what a digital detox is. A digital detox is actually encourages the opposite. It allows you the energy and the emotional power to still engage if you choose to do so to still center activism and community if you choose to do so. A digital detox is a way to keep you going in those pursuits. So a digital detox is not avoidance. That's the main point here. It's not avoidance. It is a protection. What a digital detox really is, is learning how to put parameters and, oh, I'm going to say it, boundaries around your time, your energy, your emotions, so that you have a measure of peace. And I know when things are going wrong in, let's say, a family member's life or in our community's life or in our global community's lives, the temptation may be to feel guilty for saying, I need to put a pause on this for a minute so I can, I don't know, for example, sleep or so that I can just, it's getting to be too much. I just need a moment. 
there might be guilt because obviously it is a blessing and a privilege to be able to turn off pain, to stop and put a pause to things temporarily that many people in your life, many people in the world cannot do because of the circumstances that they're under. But let's remember about the core of what this podcast is about. It is opting out of struggle. It is not about avoiding the bad in the world or the bad that may happen to ourselves or the people around us. Sometimes those things are unavoidable. But if we have a struggle mentality, we believe that it is our birthright to constantly be in pain, to constantly be in struggle, to be overcoming or fighting or battling with people as a lifestyle. And that doesn't actually benefit anyone. It doesn't benefit the community. It doesn't benefit the world. And importantly, because this podcast is about you, it does not benefit yourself. We live in a world where everyone has an opinion, where negativity gets amplified times a thousand, where people make what feels like insurmountable obstacles to actually being in community. And when it comes to our phones and social media, as you know, I've preached this many a times before, we can get locked into some pretty frivolous, silly, ultimately meaningless debates and fights with folks that just deplete us. Let me again be clear about what I mean by that. When I say frivolous, it doesn't mean, for example, if we see a racist comment on a post, that doesn't mean that that is frivolous. As we know, racism comes in so many forms and all the other isms too, by the way, that comments have power. But what I am highlighting as the ultimately silly, irrelevant part is when we start fighting back with people, you know, username hates black people 5447. Like when we are having a fight with someone who's hiding behind a keyboard, the question is, who is that benefiting? It's not probably benefiting the other person on the other side, and it's not benefiting ourselves. We're just gotten ourselves upset. And I want to be clear, I always talk about these issues from my own experience. There was a time where I thought true, quote unquote, activism and standing up, true community building came in the form of fighting, of wanting to fight other people. And that has not gone away. It is not that I don't see comments and they don't bother me. I see them all the time. I could give you countless examples. It's that I now filter my decision to engage through a very different set of criteria than I did 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. I think to myself, what is the point of this? Is this just going to lead me down a path of struggle where I'm just going to end up going back and forth with someone and then two more people are going to join the conversation and I'm going to have to fight them and then two more people join my side and now we're all fighting? Or is there a better use of my time? Could that time be spent reading about an issue that is meaningful to me or reading about the issue I'm fighting about? Could time be better spent talking with friends and family about what is stressful to me right now? What's going on in my family that maybe is stressing me out? Could I talk to my family members about that? Could we come in community and talk about how we can deal with a challenge that's popped up? 
Can I go to my, my sacred safe space of people and tell them about what's heavy on my heart? What feels more productive and healthy and ultimately leading to a good outcome? Obsessively scrolling through my phone, through every single negative thing that is happening or acknowledging the negative things that is happening, putting aside my phone and channeling that energy that I feel, that passion, that that frustration into meaningful and generative or upbuilding conversation that pushes toward maybe a solution or at least emotional support for the people in my life. That's what I mean when I say that digital detoxing and knowing when to set boundaries is what's important. And having conversations with strangers can be both dangerous, depleting, and ultimately doesn't really mean anything and can feed into a cycle of negativity that just continues to keep bad things happening. We know from the studies that too much time online can be damaging, particularly if what we consume makes us feel like we're missing out, gives us FOMO, or gives us more anxiety. The world is a bad place sometimes. And that means that we don't avoid or fail to acknowledge that, but we also understand that we are going to find constructive ways to express how we feel. And you never feel good when you spend your evening doom scrolling. I don't know anyone who feels optimistic or more importantly, feels empowered to find a solution. Doom scrolling does not create solutions. It just makes you feel worse and worse about your life, the life of someone else, what's going on in the world. It's not productive. I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts. Deals as good or hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to butcher box, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that butcher box offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With butcher box, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. Butcher box is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Also, digital detoxing allows us to skip the anxiety that comes with comparison We live in a world that kind of seems to exist in two extremes. You either get nonstop doom and gloom, negativity, people having silly fights, not even about anything meaningful, fighting over celebrities, for example, things of that nature. You either get that or you get people who are curating this lifestyle that looks like it's amazing 24-7 that makes you feel less than or smaller than in your own life. And these are topics we've covered before. I want to be clear again, 
that digital detox is not avoidance. It is taking your energy and channeling it into something constructive. If you find yourself doom scrolling or getting envious of the people that you follow, for example, on a social media platform, getting notifications nonstop on what's going on in your life from other people, you don't know how to turn your phone off, so you're constantly getting texts. If you are obsessively scrolling to find more information about some fight that's happening in the world between pop culture folks, it may be time to take a break. And so how can you do that and what are the benefits? Quickly, let's go over the obvious benefits. One, it reduces anxiety and stress. Doom scrolling can actually create trauma. When we doom scroll, we are consistently exposing ourselves to sometimes the most negative, sometimes the most graphic and horrific things that are happening on the planet. And consuming that nonstop without a release literally causes traumatic stress. It will give us traumatic stress symptoms. So when you learn to put boundaries on your digital time, it helps relieve that stress and that anxiety. Closely related to that, I've said this multiple times, it is really important that you disconnect from your phone at least, at least, at least 30 to 40 minutes before bed, ideally two hours. Nothing will interfere with your sleep than constantly looking at a screen. Whether it's the simple fact of like the blue light from your phone causes issues and it dysregulates your circadian rhythm, your sleep rhythm, all the way to just reading disturbing news, reading things that make you angry before bed, gets your nervous system all amped up. It's really hard to relax and have a restful sleep when the last thing on your mind is a comment sent you into a state of anger or a story that has broke your heart and has made you so sad. It's really important that you consume news content, you consume content that is important to hear, even if it's not pleasant to hear, but you consume that content with enough time to disconnect and get ready for the evening. Also, putting down the phone gives you an opportunity to connect with people in real life. Fighting with an anonymous stranger on the internet or getting angry at about what an anonymous stranger on the internet says is not a great use of your time. But what is useful is for you to tap into our birthright of community and to talk with the people in your lives about community and about what's on your heart. So when we're looking to successfully detox, how do we do that? Here's a couple of things to consider for the daily practice today. When you think about setting up your detox, kind of create a plan. What are some of the things that should be featured in the plan? You should have designated screen-free hours. My suggestion is in the extremes. So in the morning and in the evening, try to put off checking your phone as much as possible in the morning to be able to get some good quality time of just your brain waking up and do the same when it's time to go to bed. Put off as long as possible engaging with your phone 
so that you can get a good night's rest. If you have mastered that, then the next thing is to think about, can you go a whole day without your phone? What would that look like? Can you set it to only emergency notifications or only certain people's calls can get through? Now, if that seems like way too much to ask, whether it's not looking at your phone in the morning or not looking at your phone in the evening, think about this. Maybe there's places where you can digital detox. Maybe it's when you and your partner are having dinner or you're out with your girlfriends, you make a promise to yourself that you're not gonna look at your phone. Maybe it's when you're having dinner with your kids that you say it's a, it's a screen-free time. These can be short little bursts of time where you do not look at your phone and you do not allow that to be a distraction. A second way to integrate digital detox is to find offline hobbies. Finding ways to read books that do not have you looking at your social media, taking walks, find things that do not require your phone and pursue them. And last but not least, think about having your phone help you detox from it. I know my phone tells me how often I've spent on it And it tracks my usage. It tells me if I've gone up or down. It tells me about my social media usage. So when I am TikToking until the night (laughs) is long, I now know that I'll get a notification from my phone that says, "Uh, we've been on TikTok for a while. Let's shut down. These are just a few examples of how to successfully digitally detox, how to opt in to setting boundaries around the amount of time you spend on your phone, viewing upsetting content, or even just viewing content that makes you upset or makes you frustrated. Again, digital detox is not avoidance. It's not turning our back or turning a blind eye to the bad things that happen in the world or ignoring that things are horrible, that people face levels of injustice we can't even comprehend. That is not what a digital detox is. A digital detox is what's going to give you the strength and the energy to engage thoughtfully and productively with injustice in a way that doesn't wipe you out and deplete you, but makes you feel like you're making an impact or at the very least makes you come to a place of peace. And that is something we all deserve. So. Let me know about your digital detox experiences, what worked and what hasn't. If you're on Spotify, by the way, now you can directly respond to the episode in a new feature that they have where we'll post a question on how your digital detox is going. Let us know, comment on it. I love hearing your comments. I read every single one of them. And for the rest of you who may be looking for a way to engage, feel free to comment on our Instagram posts at Black Girl Burnout. And let us know how you are digitally detoxing. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribe and follow the podcast, we're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. 
We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.